Santa Slee. Have you uh, had any holiday parties or anything yet? You've gotten into the spirit of the season, done your shopping, had a hot toddy, something to kind of just get you in the, the spirit of the holidays, Al? So Saturday, I'm uh, I'm supposed to go to kind of, you know, kind of dreading it. Not going to be, not going to lie here. More, please. Keep going. I, got, I just got to go to a holiday party. It's my girls all in there. Um, it's Lady Slee's party? Yeah, she's got, um, yeah, uh, she's got a, just a Christmas party, so Got to go to it. Um, I'm still is it not like on. a corporate thing, like at a place, or is it somebody's house? Like, take take me through the uh, the mechanics of this. It's part. at a solid steakhouse. Okay. So it's it's not a it's not a bad setup by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. But you know how it is, Travis. You know, it's not, you want to go, you know. You know. No, I, you know. I get it. But all right, so let, let's go through it. Uh, yeah. Open bar. Um, I don't know if it's open bar, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like, I'd, I'd actually be more surprised if it's not. Or maybe okay. it's, hey, wine is part of the mix, but if you want to go grab your... But you can get a, you can get a wine or a beer or something on, on the company, right? Yes. You said it's at a nice steak place. Nice steakhouse. You get to spend a little time with Lady Slee. Yep. Okay, maybe you got to make some small talk with some of her work friends. And a little small the, talk. Not, not the yeah. best thing, but it's not, not the my end favorite of the world. Yeah. Sounds like an okay night to me. What am I missing? You know, it's funny. Now that I repeat it in my head... <laughs> And I kind of review it with you. It's uh-huh. one thing when it's sometimes, you know, you feel like you're obligated to go do something. And I then all of a sudden, like all the stop signs start going up. And it's like, <laughs> hey, we have this going on. on side. Do we? Do we have this? <laughs> and then when I repeat it to you and you kind of say, well, tell me a little bit more. And yeah, yeah I, I think. I think just kind of kicking back, having a drink at a nice steakhouse, that doesn't sound like a bad setup. That's not no, a bad it setup doesn't. right there. Take an yeah. Uber, take an Uber home, and you just enjoy yourself. You know, you can, you can use it as kind of like a batting practice for the Mandys, just to go through a little small talk with people that maybe you know a little bit but maybe don't know that well. You can have a few cocktails. This is a, it's a good rehab, or I should, rehearsal for you, I should say. Yeah, I'm, I, I feel better about it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here to help. That's yeah, it. thank you. you. No, no Christmas parties so far. Are you done with your shopping? I know you like to wait till the last minute. I've not done with my shopping, but that that should be coming up soon. That that should definitely be coming up within the next three or four weeks or so. What are you going to we'll get, get me? We'll get started here in the next uh, month or so. I'll get started. You should get me something. Yeah, I'm right on it. There's I have so many. There's so many names on there, <laughs> and you're definitely you're you're right there too. <laughs> Didn't sound very. I'm, I'm going to get you something really nice. You should be prepared because you're going to feel no, bad no, when I you're give not. you something nice. I'm not going to feel bad. Like, oh, Trav, I got you a cake so for your sweet. birthday. I got this you a cake so, for your birthday. This is so I'm good. nice of you. To <laughs> I don't have to do anything for holidays. a year for you. Right now, all you're doing is just try to recover. That's all you're trying to do. <laughs> no, I, I'm a I'm a wonderful holiday gift giver. It'll be something and I got like, you a chicken sincere. sandwich. I got you a chicken sandwich. Ugh. Don't ever forget oh. that. So the party that I went to on Saturday, people were, were asking me, like, so the chicken, like, it wasn't, you know, you were exaggerating a little bit. I'm like, no, dude, yeah, I was not exaggerating. Yeah. I was not playing that. If anything, I probably underplayed it a little bit because I still finally, I think I'm finally back on normal food, but a little spicy stuff a little uh, here and there. But they thought that we were kidding, that they didn't realize how debilitating that was. Yeah, if anybody thought, and by the way, you know, going back and watching the video, 
I could see where somebody's like, okay, is it really that spicy? I don't know if you've ever watched anybody else, like, you know, have spicy food. You know, they had spicy challenges or um, whatever it is, right? So um, it, it's, uh, it's yeah, there ain't no acting in that one. That's that's real deal. Well, I think I read off the Carolina Reaper, the Scorpion something, <laughs> the Scorpions. Ghost Pepper. I don't know what the hell this is. All of those. Yeah. You know, it's all in the sandwich. It, it, and by the way, neither one of us are actors, and we could never in a million years be able to pull that off. So anyway, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The Lakers are hot, Al. They've beaten two terrible teams, and all they needed was LeBron James to get 30 points a night to do it. It's fantastic. At least a couple blowouts. <laughs> right? At yeah, least a couple true. games where it wasn't you know down to the wire. We've, look, we've seen enough. I mean, if to be honest with you, these last couple games that the Lakers won, as as much as it, as much as we make fun of the opponents, and we should, right? It's the Thunder, it's the Orlando Magic. That's as bad as it gets in the league. They've also had a lot of games against bad teams where it was close, or they lost the game, or something. This is the third True. time they were playing the Thunder. They're one and two against Oklahoma City. <laughs> okay, so you know that win on Friday night. Um, I, I think they should have stomped the logo. <laughs> they should have gone Raiders and gone to the middle of the court and stomped the Thunder logo. Uh, it was it was the equivalent of the Pacers walking into Brooklyn <laughs> and just saying, "Yep, we are here, and we want you to know we're here." Not and then with us, and then thirty eight seconds into the game, it's nine nothing, and they have to call a timeout. Carlisle's calling a timeout. <laughs> Well, that's the that's the very best part of the whole Raider thing is that it's not just that they did it and got smoked forty eight to nine. Which, by the way, Raiders and Chiefs have been playing each other since the dawn of time. That's the most lopsided result in the history of that rivalry. Okay, so that's fun. But it wasn't. But just they, that they really got, got them pregame. <laughs> like they really got them pregame. It wasn't even just the. It's the very first play was a fumble that got scooped up and went back the other way. It Six seconds into work. the game, <laughs> they were running it for a touchdown on it the opposite so end. This is so good. Okay, so, so we, we, we were just talking about we're, you're hitting on the Lakers. You're talking about those those you know two games over the weekend. Um, I don't know. I, do I think there's something there that they no. blew out? They blew out um, uh, two bad teams. No, I don't. They've won five of seven. Do I? Do I feel like okay? Well, because they've won five of seven, they're going to now go compete with the big. No, I don't. I don't feel that way. And I don't think anybody does or well, anything the, along the those lines. The five of seven, Al, is interesting because the five wins have come against Detroit, Sacramento, the Celtics, the Thunder, and the Magic. <laughs> so four of those five wins are just against teams awful that teams. Are, Terrible, terrible yep. teams. Okay, but let's kind of let's give them the benefit of the doubt. All right, you you had some. You're, you're starting to kind of string together some games. Nobody's going to be sold on any of that stuff. Um, they won't be sold until, like I said, and you've mentioned this before too. You got to start playing the big boys. You got to start showing that. Okay, um, the competition that's out there. Now we could hang with some of these teams. So until we actually get to see that, I will say the one thing that's interesting. LeBron, um, so AD misses the last two games. LeBron's obviously part of the mix. It just kind of shows when when LeBron's not playing versus when LeBron's in the game. As in, AD has played in, I want to say, 12 games AD and Russ played together when LeBron wasn't in the lineup. And you can just see how that team looks. It's like they're grinding gears. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look fluid. It doesn't look solid. LeBron just comes in these last couple of games. I don't care who's on the floor. Just get on the floor with me. Follow my lead. I'll drop 30 here. I'll uh, get, what do you get, two triple-doubles in the last three games. 
I'll pass Carl Malone in uh, in steals. Now I'm 11th. By the way, I'm 20, less than 20 so away to ridiculous. be top 10 in steals. I'm eight <laughs> so in assists. Ridiculous. I'm three in points. Um, that's just what Larry yeah, J does. But he's not in the top 10 in block shots. So how good is he really? <laughs> Until he gets into the top 10 in blocks, what are we going to do? LeBron's kind of one dimensional. Can, can I, I tell, tell you, you something that that is ridiculous? <laughs> I looked it up yesterday because I'm like, well, where the hell is he in rebounds? Right. Yeah, you know, he always has. He always does. He's always grabbing seven, eight, nine re- I bet, rebounds. Wait, I'm, I'm just guessing here, Al. His career yeah. average has to be about seven and a half or eight a night. It's right? got to be something like that. Yeah. But where do you think he is all time in rebounds? Well, okay. First of all, he's played 19 years, so you're going to stack up a bunch of rebounds. He is a good rebounder. I'll yep. say he's in the top 20. So I was surprised. He's like 45th, somewhere oh, around okay. there. Yeah, somewhere around there. So, you know, once I read that, I was like, what a bum, yeah, bum. right? He like, stinks. yeah. Yeah, you really want me to keep talking about him. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I, I only take away, I thought from these last two wins was more about what LeBron does less about anything else because well, they're obviously depending on LBJ more than anybody would have thought they would be coming into the season. Cause you thought other players can kind of help take the load off. And, and I think that this has become more for lack of a better word, obvious over the course of the early part of the season, the first couple of months of this season, um, that Anthony Davis as the best player on the Lakers moving forward post-LeBron is not not the option that I think a lot of people were hoping that it would be. But I, I, I think we've seen it the last couple of nights just what we're talking about, that when LeBron was missing times with his abdominal injury yep. and Anthony Davis was here, the Lakers were losing to Oklahoma City. The Lakers were struggling in AD games. and Russ, two All-Stars. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. And they, just, they, they either were losing or, you know, in dogfights against these really bad teams. LeBron James comes back against bad teams, and they're painting guys. They're just they're, – they're smashing them. And that's the difference. That's the difference between good players and great players. Great players go out there and just – let's just take care of this and keep it moving, not float around. They don't have to convince themselves, talk themselves into it, hype themselves into, well, now that this guy's gone, I guarantee you – LeBron James didn't say, well, Anthony Davis isn't playing tonight, so I really got to go out there and step up. He just went out there and said, these guys stink. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke these guys. And he did. And, and, and that's what those guys do. That's what Anthony Davis has been unable to do, at least up until this point. And I think that, you know, moving – we'll see how the rest of this Lakers season plays out. Maybe they make a move. Maybe they get better. I don't know. But beyond this season, that's a real question for this squad. Okay, a couple things here. First off, today's stat hero of the day, uh, Lakers in the third quarter yesterday, uh, they outscored the Magic 36-10. to 10. They were down three at halftime. They were up 23 at the start of the fourth quarter, okay? <laughs> Magic shot 8.7% from the field uh, in the third quarter. Worse than opponent has shot in a quarter against the Lakers since 1999. Stat hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Um, this is, I think, going to be a good conversation. Sham Sharania put out something in The Athletic, uh, some some rumors about Ben Simmons. Lakers were a part of that mix. Some rumors about Jeremy Grant. Lakers were a part of that mix. Forget those two players for a second, but I think that says – that that indicates something of what this front office may think about this current Lakers team. We'll get into that coming up next. Stay right here. It's the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so we have our Monday winner right now, Al. We're going to go to Upland and Daniel Ruiz. Daniel, congratulations. How are you feeling this morning? Feeling pretty good right now. I bet. You, you are the Santa Slee winner for the Travis and Slee show here on a Monday, and now it is up to you to see what prize you're going to get. Let's go, Daniel. Let's go. We're uh, ruined for you here, buddy. We're ruined for you. in Ireland. And Sedano and Cap, where are you going? Uh, I want those Lakers. Let's see. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go with you guys. All right. So he's going to go with the Trava and uh, Travis and Sliwa box. Let's see what you get. Congratulations. You win a two-night stay at Fantasy Springs Resort Casino. Plus dinner for two and golf for two. Fantasy Springs Resort Casino offers world-class gaming at a desert oasis setting, and it's just a short drive from L.A. Fantasy Springs Resort Casino. All right, Daniel, so you get the Fantasy Springs Resort. You get golf and food in two nights. Who doesn't That's not a bad setup right there, Daniel. That's not a bad setup, buddy. Yeah, I'll take it. Not too far. Not too far. So do you have a, a wife, a girlfriend, significant other? Who are we taking on this trip? Probably wifey. There you go. Fantastic. Congratulations, Daniel. Good job. Enjoy. Thank you for listening, buddy. Appreciate right. it, man. Thank you, guys. You guys. Appreciate it. Bye. Sega is coming down your chimney. The 710 ESPN 12 Days of Christmas. Just keep listening for Santa Slee to come down your chimney. Santa Slee is coming to that's a pretty good prize. I didn't know it included dinner and golf. That's yeah, dinner and golf. I mean, listen, you got the entertainment out there, out in Indio. That's a good setup right there. That's a no, fantastic setup. Who doesn't like a? By the way, is there anything better than traveling on someone else's nickel? That is that is just a really really next level. Like going going on a trip is always fun. Checking yep. into a hotel is always mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Going out to a nice dinner is always fun. But when you know you don't have to pay for any of those things, there aren't Bro, too many things better than that. Don't get me started. I say that all the time. If I go out, you know, a restaurant or something like that, and I'm like, why does it taste better? Oh, because I didn't pay for it. <laughs> of course it tastes better. The wine all of a sudden. Sure. The, you know, you just feel looser. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. I, uh, I'm a little disappointed in you, by the way. Can I tell you why? Sure. Because you've made my very serious knee injury into a source of comedy, and now people are laughing at me on Twitter. No, they're not laughing at you. They think it's you. funny. No, it's not. Listen, that was – first of all, I would never do that to you as no, uh, as a loyal friend and, uh-huh. a big, and a big listener of the show. I'm a big fan of yours. Um, there was an update that went out probably about a half hour ago, and I thought it was important to read it off. I thought it was – incredibly thoughtful from the radio station to have an immediate press release as you know the Lakers have their injury report they're going to probably release that out tomorrow on the current players why not get an update on a daily basis of how your knee's doing I don't think we even have a quote here I don't know what happened I'm expected to play for the rest of the week that's that's from your that's out of your mouth well it is from my my mouth I I did say that but you Mm -hmm. know I hadn't done the the I hadn't thought it all the way through to the end I have 
Rams pregame show starts at 3 o'clock today. 3 o'clock. and Kirk Morrison. Yep. Um, I've got my Rams first quarter hit. I've got halftime. I've got the Rams third quarter hit. And then the Coors Light postgame show immediately following the Rams and the Cardinals on Monday Night Football. I don't know if I'm going to be ready I counted to go eight on, shows. On I counted eight shows today. Right. That's you have a eight lot. shows that you're doing. Yep. Well, which brings me to the next reason I'm upset with you. Uh-huh. You ready for this? Sure. You haven't said how nicely I'm dressed today, by the way. And, and, and usually you guys will say something, and, and I'm dressed uh, I'm dressed nicely today. And no one has said anything and said, hey, Trav, your hair's combed. You've mm-hmm. got a nice shirt on. You've got a sweater. Like, what, what's going on today? Why are you dressed up like that? I've got to be inter- or I gotta be honest. I wasn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You then. actually look kind of nice. I mean, like, I got a little nice. Got a little sweater action going on. Yeah. You got the nice collar. Okay, what's go- why? Why no, so much? No, no, see, it doesn't work like that. Now, now, now that now that you've already humiliated me by saying that you're not interested, I I can't, I can't tell you the rest of it. But what's there the is occasion. A, maybe, there are maybe, times you there, there are times you've joined the Zoom where I'm like uh-huh. just you know just maybe your hand through the hair, just a you know just something, just it's a pre- little game. bit of. It's like it's like batting practice. I, give I, it I, a little <laughs> something. Nah, just the. Nah, so so you guys are catching me on that Zoom. Throw a cap on. Throw a cap on or something. A little coffee and throw on my hoodie. And I've been out of bed for like half an hour at that point. That's it. We're just getting we're getting started. The rest of you guys look nice and fresh, but uh, if I'm working so for home, i take advantage of it. You kind of uh you reeled me in on this one. Can you just tell me no. this, what's going on? No, you I shaved? gave you hold on, you let me shaved? look at this. I gave you two and a half hours to ask and you didn't. Well, because I Emily you, didn't and Fudge just didn't. So I don't have you get to pinned. find out. I don't have you pinned. You know how it's the main screen? Uh-huh. You're not the main screen. The rundown go is gallery. the main screen. you got to go gallery. you got to have that way all of us are on at all times. That way we can see each other. Tell me what to do. <laughs> Travis Lee is brought to you by Good. I have gallery. You. This is a good idea. Why did anybody <laughs> tell me about this earlier? <laughs> I, you were going on just one camera at a time? That's terrible. No, I have you guys like on the top, but then I have the rundown as the main. Funches, you need to mute your uh, Zoom. Now I'm getting an echo here, so you need to do that. I just he popped in, so that's a whole other thing. Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear, with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. So we're getting close to when you can trade guys in the NBA, right? We're getting close to the opening of the trade season. Ben Simmons, obviously, is the biggest name out there. Uh, Shams had a tweet out or a, a story out today that the Lakers are one of the teams interested in Ben Simmons. Yeah. I mean, Knicks, Sim- Lakers, yeah. Timberwolves, Blazers, Kings, sure. Pacers, and the Cavs amongst teams interested in Ben Simmons. It seems like that's not going to happen. So I'm, I'm going to slide that aside for a second. But what I think is interesting is if the Lakers are, in fact, interested in Ben Simmons or Jeremy Grant or some of these other names that we're hearing out there. Like Jamie Gr- Jeremy Grant so for the I. Pistons. So yep. I. I think that would be a, an interesting addition. But this is good news because I think it means that the powers that be, whether that be LeBron James, Frank Vogel, Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, who, whoever it is, are looking at this and saying, what we got? Isn't good enough. We need we need to shuffle this deck. We need to go get different players. We need we need to get something different. Yeah, I, I, listen. I, I think there's there's the one view on the Lakers is they just need time. You know what? They're still trying to gel together. Um, uh, let's give uh, let's give Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Ariza. Let's let let's make sure everybody gets back healthy before you really know what you have. And then I think there's the other side of it. If Lakers have some interest in potentially these players, I don't think Ben Simmons coming to the Lakers. I, I think the Jeremy Grant thing is very interesting. But with that being said, it tells you, Trav, that they're not thinking in their mind, we just need time. They're not thinking in their mind, well, we really like the roster. It's just let's give this thing some time to gel. Let's get our players healthy. It's saying that we're behind. 
And the only way that we're going to start getting back into that conversation, you and I have had this conversation before. They're all in. Every 30 minutes, they're all in. Oh, sure. Until, until LeBron James decides that he's done playing basketball, or at least done playing with the Lakers. So mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that um, if that, that – you're right, that's the interesting part of this is that if there's rumblings or conversation that they might be interested in this guy or that guy, that tells you that they don't think the team that they have right now is going to be one of those teams in 30, 40, 50 games where a lot changes. No, it's good news. Honestly, you, you look at this and you hear these reports, and whether or not they can execute a deal, time will tell, because we've talked about this, too. The Lakers are not flush with assets that other teams are going to be dying to get their hands on. You're going to have to get probably creative to execute some of these moves. But put that aside for a second. What is exciting, and, and I think a, a, a indicator of them being on the right track, is they're looking at this saying, nope, you know, we, we thought it was one thing, it isn't, we need to do something different. That the LeBron, AD, Russell Westbrook, three-headed monster that we were hoping would be championship quality, we have not seen it so far. Let's see if we add a complimentary piece, maybe shift out one of the more high-profile I don't know what it might be, but the fact that they're trying to retool this thing potentially, I think is a really good sign. Yeah, and the, the by the way, the Jeremy Grant thing, um, he is expe- expected to miss up to six weeks. He has torn ligaments in his right thumb. So that, I think I, I want to say that came out yesterday, something along those lines. So, um, but if it, it, it the dynamics to go get a Jeremy Grant is much easier to go try to get a Ben Simmons, and I, I oh, don't sure. think Simmons is gonna you know obviously solve some of the problems that the Lakers have. The Simmons thing is great because I, I don't know of a story where both sides have screwed it up more simultaneously. Bro, that's one. a great way to put it. Yeah. The, both the, sides you're looking at like, <laughs> Philly, what are you doing? And then you're like, wait a minute, Ben Simmons, it's, what are you doing? Yeah, it's a bad – both sides are trying to say, you think that's a bad idea? Watch this. And they're just out bad ideaing each other throughout this entire thing. By the way, so can I just say this real disaster. quick? You look great this morning, bro. This <laughs> afternoon, you look great. Thank you. I, I feel good. Shaved. I, I, I'm, I'm put cleaned on a nice, up. clean I, shirt. Uh, got yep. my, I got a little product in what remaining hair I have. It's all. Mm-hmm. It's very, very exciting. Um. Okay. So you can add this to the list of reasons that I'm a bad guy. It is my favorite NFL story of the year so far. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Kind of disappointed that your weekend consisted of parallel parking and pictures of a croissant that you didn't eat. Oh, did some kind of, uh, kind of underwhelming. Did some fantastic Indian food Saturday night. Are you a you a fan of Indian food? Uh it's not at the top of my list. I, don't, I I'll eat it, but it's so not, good. It's not my favorite. So good. Uh, yeah. South Pasadena area. Nice glass of wine. Do some Indian food. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Uh, solid dinner there on Saturday night. But at least you ate it. At least you didn't just take a picture of it and send it to me and not eat it. Like you did with the croissant. It's yeah, I didn't do the almond croissant. Me. I didn't like, do the almond croissant. Why would you take a picture? Well, because we had the conversation it. about it. That's why. And then I pulled up to a coffee shop. And they had almond croissants. You know well, what? Every Fine. Coffee shop I get has it. almond croissants. I understand it. <laughs> you should have eaten it, or at least I mean, bought it and brought it into work, so I could eat it the next day. One or the other. 
Unbelievable, this guy. <laughs> Let's go. Do better. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, you know how you know when things are not going well, Al? How? When one person in the organization calls the other people in the organization losers, like Urban Meyer reportedly did, that he called his assistant coaches losers and said that he's a winner and that they're losers and questioned their resumes during a staff meeting. That's how you know things are going great. If I, I disagree. I think, I think it's a said, leadership. You know, I, I think it's a, a leadership style. <laughs> I think if you look up the definition of leaders, that's what they do is they push down on everybody beneath them, right? You know, you just make sure everybody is further, further down. Yeah, squash <laughs> them. Don't give them any hope or confidence. Okay, so has we, we've seen some bad NFL hires, right? They, sometimes you just you hire a guy and it just doesn't work. But I don't know if we've seen and, – and I love this because Urban Meyer's a bad guy. He's just a really bad guy. Lies constantly. Just he's, he's, he's a bad guy. Um, when he came in, everybody's like, yeah, I don't know. And he'd been there about 30 seconds before he hired a guy that he had to immediately turn around and fire because his player right. said, oh, we're not doing that. I'm not playing for that guy. That guy's nope, nope, not doing that. Fast forward a little further into the season. They're just getting their doors blown off. They go on a Thursday night up to Cincinnati to play. He does not fly home with the team. I've talked to a bunch of NFL players about this. To a man, they all said, I've never heard of that. I have never heard of an NFL coach not flying back with his team after a game. Never. We find out he stayed back. He went to a bar and had some young lady Dancing with him, I guess, is the best way to put this. Now he's calling his staff losers. The last two weeks, they've gotten beat by a combined score of 57-7. to They're 2-10 and on this season, and every article online is, when is Urban Meyer going to quit, and will it happen before he gets fired? That's a hell of a season, Jacksonville. Good job. You love the Urban Meyer stories. Yeah, when I they do. Come out, when they come out, you're, it's like you're, you, know, you sit there. You start putting your hands together, and you, it's almost as if, like, a meal is about to be served. You know, you're seeing, like, the other pl- – you're sitting at a restaurant. Plates are coming. Is that mine? Is that – okay, not that one. It's okay. It's coming. We're getting closer. Every time you get Urban Meyer, it's like a just a nice big piece of steak with some potatoes sat right in front of you and said, let's get to work. Well, there's so much uncertainty in the world, right? You just never really know what's going to happen. It's going to be a good day. Is it going to be a bad day? Is today the day that something wonderful happens? Is the world going to end? The sure. The world could end. Yep. It feels like that's certainly on the table, certainly possible at this point. And it's just nice to know that some things add up, that one plus one still equals two, and that if you hire Urban Meyer, some this terrible dude. things are going to happen to your football team. What was Loser. his contract? What what was his what was his contract at uh, at uh, Jacksonville? I I honestly don't remember. I'm sure it was I'm tr- a lot. I'm trying for a long to think time. because. All right, so he's making. Uh, re- media reported he sought a multi-year deal that would pay him in the ballpark of twelve million a season. Let me ask you this: If I'm you- just trying, to, I'm just trying to think here that this guy is getting paid as much as he is. Uh-huh. He's still the coach there. Every storyline that comes out about him is a negative story. What do they do? Like, what's the next step? Here? Well, is that's he exactly get... what I was going to ask you. So, yep. obviously, he's going to get fired, right? Mm-hmm. This, this has been a disaster. And you want to get fired days. if you're Urban Meyer well, rather than I'm leave. Saying, right? Right. At, at what point do you continue to go in there knowing that the axe is going to fall, knowing that everyone that sees your face hates your guts, players, coaches, staff down the line? How often can you keep walking back in there knowing that no one wants you there? Do you just keep going for the check? 
Because you could negotiate that, right? You could go in there and say, listen, I'm making up numbers here. You owe me $10 million. I don't want to be here. You don't want me here. How about you just give me 7 and I bounce? How about you can go when you feel like there's another opportunity that you're going to go get in college football, right? Like, oh, it would take it, five seconds. It would take five seconds. By the way, let me read this off real quick. Lindsay Theory is putting up on Twitter, Rams have added Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby to the COVID list the team Uh-oh. announced. That's not going to help. Just saw this right here. Well, okay. so Within the last minute here. They gave up 37 points to the Cardinals the first time they played them. Mm-hmm. Not having Jalen Ramsey is not going to help that. The, if you look at the Rams' defense, there's a couple of areas that we could talk mm. about that have not been sharp. The thing that they have been least successful at is covering guys other than the guy that Jalen Ramsey covers. Hmm. Okay, Darius Williams is a little bit of a mixed bags, but what are you talking about? Dante Dion or Robert Rochelle, any of these guys, they've really struggled. Taylor Rapp in coverage is a disaster. Now you're losing Jalen Ramsey? That's hmm. a problem. That, yeah, that, Rams, that, that is a Rams, problem. Uh, Ramsey and Higby. Higby is not great because your other guy, Johnny Munt, your next guy, he's down for the season. He got hurt already. And you got Hig- Higby hasn't been a huge part of what they do, but – at least you'd rather have your number one guy. They're going to be down to third-string guys. This is this is not how you get ready to go win a game on Monday Night Football. I mean, as we sit here and we talk about the high pays, we're going to find out whether this team is a Super Bowl contender or they're not tonight. And then getting that news right now, yeah, that's that's big time. The Jalen Ramsey thing, that's no question does about it. Change, it. That's, does it change it at all if you don't have him? Because, look, if he's on the list, right, that yeah. doesn't mean he's he'll be back. He's just not going to be there for this one. You still have him. Let's say you go out there and you, you lose, but the guy that's, you, you know, DeAndre Hopkins just goes crazy because Jalen Ramsey isn't there. Sure. Does that change the way you feel? A little it bit. for me a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I think it has to, right? If you're missing one of your key players, uh, one of the most consistent players on the defensive side of the ball, of course it does. Why wouldn't it? I mean, it, you know, not that they're looking for this, but it does give them a little escape uh you know, it's kind of like a little exit sign, like a fire exit. Okay, well, if it doesn't go well or if they lose tonight, kind of similar fashion that they lost in that last matchup against the Cardinals, then you are going to say, well, Ramsey wasn't there. I mean, that that, that can't not come up in a conversation. But they're in their own world right now where they got to something – they need to convince themselves and get some type of momentum to think that they can hang with the big boys. And I'm talking about – you know, we saw Packers win yesterday. Tampa, I know, squeezed one out in overtime against the Bills. Uh, Arizona handled them in that one game at SoFi Stadium. I think the Rams is its going to be – this becomes a lot bigger of a challenge without Jalen Ramsey. But, Chav, I really mean this when I say it. Sometimes it's not about what other – what we think about them, what media thinks, what fans think about them. They have to also believe that they're one of these teams that, just like it was before the season started, they're supposed to be in Super Bowl contention – uh, if they get blown out tonight, or if it's a bad, ugly game, you, you gotta. There has to be well, more and more doubt creeping in. Okay, I, I wonder because the more we're talking about this, how, how do you prevent Kyler Murray and the Arizona offense from having a big day? Right, it, it is especially if you don't have a guy like Jalen Ramsey available to you. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. The end, don't let him have the ball. Control, right? Control the ball. Do. Do to them what people have been doing to you all season long, right? We saw Tennessee do it. We saw San Francisco do it. Run the ball These, down your throat, down their throat, and exactly. clock management. Yep. Hold on to the ball in long, sustained drives. How do you do that? You run the ball. 
We saw him do it against Jacksonville last week. Sony Michelle had 24 carries, and he was really, really good. 120-plus yards. I mm-hmm. wonder if that doesn't kind of put them in that. Like, we cannot mm-hmm. try to get into a track meet with these guys. We don't have one of our best defenders. Let's grind this thing out. You, you, when we talked to McVeigh last week, we kind of yep. both asked him the same question in different ways. Like, hey, um, we going to run the ball a little bit more in this thing? Maybe this kind of puts the uh, – it takes the option off the table. You can't just keep giving the ball back to Kyler Murray. I think that's a great observation, and I think it you know kind of changes the scope of how you go about the game. Like you just mentioned right there, I think that's a fantastic point of it's not just, hey, well, we want to – we want to be this high-powered offense. We want to throw the ball like crazy. All that stuff that you know that that McVay wants to do. Obviously, why they brought Matt Stafford. Trav, anything wrong with a grinded-out game in December? That's Not ugly. That's uh, running the ball. That you just don't have that many turnovers. That people are watching, saying this is ugly football. Nothing wrong with that. I, I don't mind points, watching those games. Who gives a damn about style points at this point? Win the game. Get back in the division race, get back in the conference race, get back in the Super Bowl championship caliber level, and let the rest of the aesthetics go by the way. So who cares what it looks like when the game? The dump coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. You ready to feel old? Sure. The movie Jerry Maguire turns 25 years old today. Show me the money is 25 years ago. Show me the money. Right? That does not – I mean, I know that it's an older movie, but 25 years ago, that seems way too long. That's a great movie, man. It, it really good. is. Like, I, I, I haven't watched it in a long time, but Cuba Gooding Jr. was fantastic. Obviously, Tom one. Cruise. It's a great but, movie. But here's the problem. It, it yeah. was. I liked it, too. It, and it was a good movie. And Tom Cruise, when he's playing that role, he's fantastic in it. But this goes back to something we were talking about. Mm-hmm. When you have a movie that even – tangentially involves sports like this one does he's a sports agent and rod tidwell is a star wide receiver for the arizona cardinals cuba gooding is like five five it, it just it, it just does it just doesn't work out i know that there's not a a a absolute endless supply of guys that are six five that can also act I, I understand that but there has to be a few because when you watch the few football scenes you're like no, nah, this really would never happen like this. It just it breaks that fourth Can you wall. do this? I'm mean, sure this happens. You know how they have stuntmen, people who in an action movie, it's somebody else that does the actual <laughs> the action scene or the stunt uh-huh. or something. Can we can we have one of those in some of these sports movies? <laughs> yeah, but then you get those cuts where you've got this guy going up to 6'5", makes a catch, they cut to a close-up, show, and he's 5'5". Show him five, when he's five. jumping. <laughs> show him when he, you know, kind of distorted. It's a movie. They can uh, they yeah. can they can make believe on that one. Today is National Cocoa Day. Are you a uh, hot chocolate slash cocoa guy? I'm not, but I got nothing wrong with it. Like if, if you sat if if one day you and I, which you know, based upon um, based upon the way I didn't compliment or talk about the way you look or anything I along those nice lines, today. I see it you like do. us being further and further distance uh, apart. <laughs> I think. You're but right. if you if you one day said, uh, hey Al. Try this hot cocoa. Or what was it? Was it In-N-Out? We didn't even know yeah, it, was it was on, on the, the menu list. over there. It was on the this, list. Okay, listen. If it's at In-N-Out, is it probably not going to be a great cup of <laughs> hot chocolate? If In-N-Out's making it, I'm sure it's fantastic. So I, I always feel a but little – But I'm not a big No, neither am guy. I. I yeah. It always feels oddly childish to order a hot chocolate. Like, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, get a cup of coffee. You're an adult. Don't get a yeah. hot chocolate. Yeah. I hey, you have chocolate on your upper lip. <laughs> Whipped cream and marshmallows. <laughs> I get it. But Okay, but here's the thing. Remember when I told you I drove out to uh, Victorville the other day yep. so for the uh, opening of Capozio GMC Buick? 
Yep. So they had food, and they had a spread, and they had a bunch of coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. You know those big uh, paper like yeah, cartons? that. Mm-hmm. So they had a bunch of those picked up, and I didn't read the label carefully. So I picked up one of the cartons, and I poured myself what I thought was coffee. It was hot coffee. chocolate. It yep. was hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, and I'm like, well, I mean – Let's give it a sip. See what it was fantastic. Did somebody come I, up to I, I somebody two. come up to you and say, "Hey, I had two of them." <laughs> hey, do you want a cookie? Come yeah. here. There's some. I, I put the lid on more, it so nobody knew what it was over there. <laughs> I very quickly snapped the lid, the to-go lid, on top of it. So Get this guy a balloon. <laughs> All right, let's go to Shaquille O'Neal on his big podcast with Shaq. Quote: I'm glad they're taking the name of the Staples Center down because that was our building. Staples Center belonged to Shaq and Kobe forever. Okay. Let me tell you I, something. Let me tell you something. I'm okay with that. I got no arguments on that one. That is, That was at least for that time period, right? What Kobe was able to do after Shaq, what Shaq and Kobe did together. They didn't do that at the Great Western Forum. They did that, you know, obviously at Staples Center. I understand. Uh, that is their arena. They should be giving part of the signage to, uh, to Shaq. <laughs> I, I get it, yeah. except for – Staples sells paper clips and 100%. copier paper. I, I don't understand Three this, hole af- punch. this affinity for an office supply store. I get it. The, the, well, it's the not building. just him. There's a lot of fans that, that are the same way. That's what I'm this, saying. Yeah. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me that like, people are holding on to this name like it's Dodger Stadium or the Rose Bowl or Yankee Stadium Fenway or something Park. like that. <laughs> It doesn't. It's Staples Center. It, it wasn't the Staples family did not own the Lakers. Okay, it's Staples. Well, here's that runs the place. Here's the good news. The good news is is that the ownership and the players. Uh, you know, there's obviously individuals that have technically built that arena. Right. They've built that arena because they've been very successful. Um, there's even Crypto.com will not be the difference of the Lakers succeeding or not. Huge sponsor of F1, by the way, Crypto.com. I saw it yeah. all over the race this week, and I'm like, oh, they're they're everywhere right now. Former Laker Andre Ingram won just shy of 32 grand on Wheel of Fortune. Uh, he just missed by failing to solve the final puzzle of getting $39,000. Wow. But you, were, you remember him. He's the guy that played in the minor leagues of basketball for a million years, gets a little call up to the Lakers, and he can't miss for at least one night. It was awesome. Yeah, he's got a cool story, and – uh, by the way, would you ever do one of those? Uh, if somebody called you tomorrow, would you ever go do like a Prices Ride or a sure. Family Feud or any of those games? I when I was in college, we went to a taping of the Family Feud, and it uh-huh. was it was super super fun. I would absolutely be a game show contestant. I would do it for sure. Prices Right, I think Prices Right would be. I want to play Plinko. Like my whole life, I just wanted to play Plinko. I play Plinko. You just one want to time. drop those little things. Just one time. Let me just see how the hell it goes. Is there any strategy? Is it? Do you go to the side? Do you drop it right down the middle? Listen, what do you do? Hundred percent. Everyone thinks they have the strategy down. I don't think there's much of a strategy. Wherever the hell it goes, it goes. But if you just drop it down the middle, it's like I'm going to go to the side. At least people will think I have a strategy yeah. at that point. Yeah. I don't know if it does. How do you uh, people get the pod, Al? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes, you could catch the full show. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you miss it live, catch it on the pod. All right. Do not worry about what I'm doing after the show today. Don't worry about why I'm T. Raj, look at him. Maybe Put I'll in tell some you work. about it some other day. Monday Night Football tonight. Rams pregame show starts at 3 o'clock with myself and Kirk. Mason in Ireland is next.